0: and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
1: Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Kansas Senate considering transgender sports bill. We have the story. Kansas House considering gun
2: safety training in elementary schools. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney
3: Price. The Sedgwick County Commission approved an incentive agreement for a proposed semiconductor manufacturing facility. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann holiday. We have low clouds, fog, and some drizzle across south-central Kansas this morning. What can we expect for the rest of the week and the weekend? Our full forecast on the way.
1: A bill on transgender sports in Kansas is making its way through the state senate It would require that sports teams be designated male, female, or co-ed. Assistant Majority Leader Senator Renee Erickson says the bill would level the playing field for women's sports.
4: When a biological male participates in girls' sports, it's unfair. And so we're doing this in order to protect those opportunities for women. To those who say it's discriminatory, I would say it's discriminatory not to do it in order to protect women.
1: The House approved the bill last month. If passed in the Senate, it would go to the governor, who has vetoed similar legislation last year.
2: Kansas lawmakers considering a bill that would allow schools to adopt gun safety training for K through 5th grade. Representative Doug Blex, a Republican from Independence, says the goal is to teach students to stop and tell a grown-up if they come across a gun.
5: I think it's very important that we educate kids at a very young age. And we're not telling them that they are, need to be a firearm supporter. This is a
2: danger. But opponents say the bill could allow for more adults to have weapons in classrooms. If approved, the bill would then move on to the Kansas Senate.
1: The Sedgwick County Commission approved a $500,000 incentive agreement to assist in the expansion and construction of a 1 million square foot semiconductor manufacturing facility.
6: The incentive will support workforce development and training and is contingent upon Integra Technologies securing $2 billion in CHIPSAC funding from the federal government. The company plans to build the facility at K-254 and Rock Road in Bel Air. It will provide employment opportunities for approximately 2,500 people with an average salary
3: of $51,000 per year. Commissioner Ryan Beatty called the announcement a big-time moment for the community.
7: This is an exciting time for this community. For last year, I've been saying that our time in this community is now, uh, that it's time for us to take a step forward in economic development and to build a future that will be uh, representative of the, of the world.
6: The company has also secured $300 million in state funding, along with incentives from the
2: city of Bel Air. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
1: Construction on the facility should take about two years to complete.
2: Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell hospitalized.
4: A spokesman for McConnell said the lawmaker tripped and fell at a hotel. He was admitted to a hospital for treatment. The 81-year-old had been at a private dinner when it happened. This isn't McConnell's first time for this kind of fall. Back in 2019, the Republican leader tripped and fell at his home in Kentucky. That's when he fractured a shoulder. McConnell's also a polio survivor. When he was a toddler, the disease left his left leg paralyzed. He went through about two years of treatment to regain use of it without a leg brace. Jill Nato, Fox News.
1: Additional charges have been filed in a fatal double shooting in South Wichita. 43-year-old David Beza is charged with two counts of first-degree murder in the July 2022 shooting on South Rock Road. Sheriff's deputies found a man and woman from California dead from apparent gunshot wounds. Another man was taken to a hospital with serious injuries. 44-year-old Joseph Ponce, Jr. is also charged with one count of attempted first-degree murder in the same case. Baze's bond was set at $500,000. His next court appearance was set for March uh, March 19th. 804 now, Steven Ten in the morning here on KNSS postseason play begins today for the Wichita
2: State men's basketball team. We'll preview that here from Coach Brown coming up in sports. Florida
1: is not the only state where the government is pushing back against wokeism. That story and more on the way on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. The KSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock on this Thursday morning. Three Los Angeles police officers were shot and wounded Wednesday evening in a confrontation with a wanted parolee who was found dead hours later after a standoff. The three officers were hospitalized in stable condition after the shooting that occurred in the Lincoln Heights neighborhood near downtown. Police say the suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. It wasn't immediately clear whether he was shot by police or had killed himself. Russian
2: forces claim they've made gains on a battleground in eastern Ukraine. The fighting
6: continues. No signs of retreat from Ukrainian forces in the city they've dubbed Fortress Bakhmut, even as Russia's Wagner group claims to have full control of nearly half the city. Earlier this week, Ukraine's president vowed not to retreat or surrender. While U.S. intelligence claims the city has no real strategic value and its fall will have no real impact on the war, Bakhmut has become a symbol in Ukraine of the country's resistance to Russia's invasion. The city itself is completely destroyed after more than six months of heavy fighting. But Russia says it needs to be conquered in order to push further into Ukraine's eastern front. In Kiev, Steve Harrigan, Fox News.
1: Florida is not the only state where the government is pushing back against
8: wokeism. A bill progressing through the Iowa House would halt a woke agenda in Iowa state colleges. It would prohibit the state's public universities from spending money on diversity, equity, and inclusion offices. Road construction closing the ramp, southbound I-135 from... Opponents Hmm. of DEI say the programs create race-based favoritism, dividing everyone into categories and pitting people against one another. Supporters say it promotes diversity. Tom Rigotti, Fox News.
2: Millions of people across the globe gathered yesterday for International Women's Day calling for equality and higher wages.
9: South Korea saw hundreds take to the streets, calling for an end to gender discrimination. While in Spain, people marched against a lot Road construction up at the North Junction, closing the ramp from southbound I-135
6: impeachs. to 29th Street North. That will be closed for some time again. That's southbound I-135 exit ramp to 29th jobs. North. Traffic this update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. ...on
9: areas suffering from conflict, including Afghanistan, where the Taliban banned girls from attending higher education. While in Ukraine, President Volodymyr Zelensky thanked women for their contributions to his country's fight against Russia. More than a dozen countries recognize International Women's Day as an official holiday. In London, Alex Hogan, Fox News.
1: KNSS News time now, 810, 10 10 minutes past 8 o'clock on this gray old morning. Let's check traffic with Chad Chambers.
6: That's right. And we've got, uh, well, closure started yesterday. But uh, this is just part of that North Junction project that's been going on for so long. Uh, yesterday, they closed that ramp from uh, southbound I-135 to 29th Street North. And they're saying that that one's going to be closed for a little while now. So uh, it's going to be a while. Again, That's uh, that ramp closed uh, starting yesterday, but uh, definitely closed now. Southbound I-135 exit ramp to 29th Street North. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast
1: with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning,
3: Dan. Good morning. We have some low clouds, patchy fog, and drizzle across south-central Kansas. And believe it or not, the fog may hang around for much of today, even though rain ends by mid-morning. Our high this afternoon, 52. A cold front arrives later on today, ushering in a chillier air mass tonight. Our low near 30, sunny, and 53 on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist and Holiday.
1: Now we have a cloudy sky, 41 degrees. Got a north wind at 10 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks is open Monday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Yesterday's high temperature in Wichita, 47 degrees. That's about uh, 9 degrees uh, below normal for the day, 56. 8.12 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, we've got a special guest this morning. I've got a story to tell. And with us is David Clark. He is the athletic director at Wichita West High School. David, good morning, sir. Nice to have you with us. Good morning, Mac. How you doing? Well, we're doing well. Now, as I understand, the, at the first of the season, uh, as athletic director, you took over uh, coaching the girls' basketball team at West, and then uh, things didn't go well. What happened, sir?
8: Well, uh, this summer we didn't have any applicants, and uh, my principal asked me to take over for the uh, program. And uh, it's a little difficult to be AD and head coach. I know uh, Weston Shartz did it when he was AD and football coach here. Uh, And, uh, you know, then the numbers were down and we started the season with with nine players and then through uh, injury and and uh, other things. We just went below five players there uh, middle of January. I think it was after game seven. So we had to uh, forfeit the rest of the season. Uh, So it was really tough for the girls that were remaining.
1: But somehow somebody was hearing about this. Somebody big said, like the NBA. Tell me about that. (laughs)
8: Yeah, um, oh, Taylor Eldridge, the uh, reporter from uh, sports reporter from Wichita Eagle, he he reached out and uh just he wanted to do a story about uh, what we were still doing and there were still girls that wanted to practice every day uh, even though they didn't have any games. And uh so he he really was inspired by that and and thought it would be a good story, so he wrote the wrote up the article and uh we weren't expecting anything to happen other than, uh, you know, it was just tough on the girls and the story was told. And, well, the uh, the PR director for the Golden State Warriors picked up the story online, and he has a connection to Wichita because he grew up here, uh, went to Northwest High School, uh, Benton Elementary over on the west side, and uh, so he reached out to Taylor and uh, wanted to get our contact information and, and offer us a uh, game uh, tickets to the game uh, that we went to two nights ago and kind of the rest of it we weren't really expecting. We were just expecting to be guests of the Golden State Warriors and the next thing you knew we we're meeting the uh, coach Kerr before the game and then after the game we got to meet Clay Thompson and he he gave a great speech to the kids. And uh, then Steph Curry came in, and it was like, wow, these, uh, this is a great opportunity for these kids. So out of something that was uh, a downer, uh, something they're going to remember the rest of their lives, and it might inspire them for the rest of their lives, too, to continue through adversity.
1: Well. No. Hats off to the Golden State Warriors. It's terrific. It's terrific PR for them. But on the other hand, they had to. Say, you know, they look for a chance to do something good in the world, a little bit more than just shooting hoops. And uh, this is a terrific story with a great ending. Um, of course, my question is, what do you think about next year? I mean, uh, a lot of kids go to West, and there's got to be a few out there, a few young young women who want to play basketball. I would think, anyway.
8: Well, I, I hope the story inspires uh, some of the girls here to want to play. Uh, it's I don't know what it is, if it's volleyball that's pulling so many girls away from the sport, uh, but I know across the City League and in uh even teams that have had freshman girls teams in the past, the seven public schools did not have any girls hmm. freshman teams. So. Wow. Numbers are down across the district, uh, so I think we, as uh, athletic directors, need to put our heads together and and try to problem solve this. But uh, I, I think it's going to be a challenge because uh, I know volleyball is becoming very popular, and uh, club volleyball might be pulling some kids. So, uh, but we just hired a, a new coach. Uh, Will Davis is his name, and uh, he's. He's been around. He was assistant coach for the Derby Girls for a while, and then was assistant with Joe Jackson on the boys uh, over at East High, and uh, he's, he comes in with experience. And he also played at Wichita State, so wow. uh, he's he's got he's got some credentials.
1: Well, uh, yeah, my problem when I went to school at West was there were always too many basketball players out, and I never got. <laughs>
8: Never never got
1: on the floor, so you know.
8: Well, as as, uh, I recall, you were the uh, Hadley Houdini of the Hardwood when you were at junior high. Yeah, uh, that followed you here, probably.
1: Legendary over there for my massive chest and arms. Yeah, so David, uh, thank you, sir. We look forward to seeing you tonight at the big banquet there, sir. All right?
8: Yes, yes. Good luck on that. And uh, hey, Ted, uh, it was nice to meet you over at Cape in that one time, so. Congratulations to all you guys' for success, seriously.
1: Right. Yeah, it was good to see you. Hey, and say hi to my good friend Rick Smethers this morning, okay?
8: I will. I'm going out to listen to him right now. So all you guys right. have a great day. David right. Clark, Thank you.
1: athletic director of Wichita st- at the Wichita West High School. By the way, Rick Smethers is a uh, former Marine SEALs commander who's going to be uh, part of our induction ceremony at our alumni there at West Tide. We're having an alum- alumni, distinguished alumni night. And that's who Rick Smeple Very is. good. Okay. 818 now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It is uh, sports time now with Ted Woodward. Ted.
2: And we'll take a look at college men's basketball as the American Conference Tournament gets underway in Fort Worth. First round of play today. Wichita State takes on the last place team, Tulsa. Shockers are... Have won five of their last eight. Tulsa, meanwhile, is just going down the drain. They've lost 11 in a row. FanDuel thinks the Shockers are a 16-and-a-half point favorite going into this one tonight. The Shockers did win both meetings against Tulsa in the regular season. The play-by-play voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy, spoke with Shocker head coach Isaac Brown.
1: This is a team that really is capable of making a run in a tournament
7: like this and having a great finish to the year. I think it all comes down to how you're going to defend. If you can defend and rebound and value the basketball and handle the pressure, it's a lot more pressure in the conference tournament. So the team that has come, that's executing on offense, defending and rebounding on defense, that's the team that will win the basketball game.
2: Postseason play for the Shockers tonight. Mike Kennedy, Dave Dahl, Bob Hull begin their pregame coverage at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening in Fort Worth. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. The Big 12 Conference Tournament is into the quarterfinals today. So four games on tap up in Kansas City, Missouri at the T-Mobile Center. Third-ranked Kansas is taking on West Virginia. These two played a close game two weeks ago in Lawrence and FanDuel thinks this one is going to be close. FanDuel has KU as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Mountaineers. Live pregame coverage for KU at 12.30 this afternoon. The game will tip off at 2 o'clock up in Kansas City. Listen live to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. KU, of course, the defending national champions, coming into today with a record of 25-6 on the season. The late game tonight up in Kansas City will be 12th-ranked Kansas State taking on 22nd-ranked TCU. These teams split in the regular season, each team winning on home court. FanDuel has K-State as a a 2.5-point underdog going into this one with the Horned Frogs. That'll tip off at 8.30 this evening, and that'll be nationally televised on ESPN2. High school basketball. We've got state tournament action all over the state of Kansas. Class 5A is taking place up in Emporia. We have boys matchups today in the quarterfinals. Number two seed, Cape and Mount Carmel, with a record of 21-1, and taking on Blue Valley Southwest this evening. Number three seed, Hutchinson, also 21-1, and taking on Pittsburgh in the late game tonight. Number four seed is Andover, taking on number five seed, Mays South, in the 4 o'clock game this afternoon. 5A boys. 5A girls got underway yesterday with quarterfinals. The number two seed, Bishop Carroll beating Andover Central by 11 points. The Bishop Carroll girls into the final four. And the number three seed, Andover, beats Emporia 58-48. Andover girls are into the final four in Class 5A. Class 2A is up at Kansas State at Bramlage Coliseum. Yesterday in the quarterfinals for the 2A boys, top seed Wichita Independent beat Pittsburgh St. Mary's Colgan 55-46. And number three seed Mound Ridge beat St. Mary's 6331. So the Wichita Independent Boys and the Mound Ridge Boys both move on into the final four in class two A. And in two A girls today, we have quarterfinal matchups. Number two seed Berean Academy with a record of twenty-two and one taking on Hoxie this evening. Number three seed Hillsboro taking on Wichita County in the late game. And number five seed Wichita Independent Girls taking on Riverside in the four o'clock game. So high school state tournament action going on all over the place. We have a huge softball game here in town today at Wilkins Stadium. Fifth-ranked Stanford visiting 22nd-ranked Wichita State. Cardinal, first visit ever here in the Wichita for softball action. Stanford is on a 17-game winning streak. The Shockers have won 11 in a row. So a long winning streak for someone comes to an end today. That'll be at three o'clock this afternoon at Wilkins Stadium, and that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS.
1: All right, seven twenty-two now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute: the flood of illegal immigrants. That's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS.
0: This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330
1: KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 830 here on this Thursday morning, 41 degrees. With daylight saving time just around the corner, just a couple of days away, lawmakers are renewing the debate over whether or not it should be permanent.
6: Clocks spring forward Sunday with the annual start of daylight
7: saving time but some are hoping this will be the last year Americans
1: make the change. It's one reason why lawmakers have reintroduced legislation to make daylight saving time permanent, which could end the tradition of switching clocks back
5: come fall. Some say the shift has been a long time coming, calling the ritual outdated. Some health experts warn permanent daylight saving time could harm public health, misaligning the body clock and the social clock, but others say changing the clock back and forth negatively impacts our health as well. In Washington, Griff
1: Jenkins, Fox News.
2: Kansas City, Missouri, has reached a settlement with one of the gun dealers it accused in a lawsuit of contributing to surging violence in the region by ignoring evidence that firearms were being sold illegally. Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas describing the settlement as an important step in reducing the flow of illegal guns into our city. The city was joined in the lawsuit by gun safety advocates every town for gun safety support fund. Under the settlement, CR Sales Firearms Insurance Carriers will be required to pay $150,000 in damages to the city. And the gun shop in
1: Independence, Missouri, also will face extra monitoring. Construction on the new Saline County Jail is expected to be completed by September. However, inmates will not be moved to the facility until December Sheriff Roger Solden says the $89 million project includes around 400 beds, a special needs area, and medical space.
2: The housing units are definitely going to be the last piece that's totally completed. There's just a lot of work to do in there with uh, ceilings and walls and windows and and just making sure everything's in
1: place. Meanwhile, Saline County commissioners approved a nearly $3 an hour pay raise for detention deputies to try and fill the nearly 34 vacant positions needed for the new jail.
2: A recently opened exhibit at the American Heritage Museum in Massachusetts tells the stories of the American prisoners of war in an interactive way who were held at Hoa Lo Prison, better known as the Hanoi Hilton in North Vietnam.
7: The exhibit features two original cells that held American POWs. Museum president... Robert Colling says they're in a position now to build an exhibit that allows people to understand what it means to persevere through five, six, seven years of, quote, hell, and stresses that unrelenting hell is what they went through. Materials used to construct the cells were saved from the demolition of the Hanoi Hilton in the 1990s, stored first in Vietnam and then in later years in Canada. The exhibit opened to the public 50 years to the day that the first American prisoners of war were released from their incarceration. Retired Air Force Colonel Thomas Kirk, a POW from 1967 to 1973, recalled that in a 30-mile ring around Hanoi, there were 19,000 anti-aircraft guns protecting the city. It was the most heavily defended airspace in the history of air warfare. If an aircraft went down in the area around Hanoi, rescue missions were not undertaken because it was deemed to be too dangerous. Kirk recalled his aircraft being struck by enemy fire. After ejecting from his plane, he landed in a field and was captured by the North Vietnamese in a plowed field. He says he was blindfolded, bound and gagged and loaded in the back of a dump truck for the 27-mile trip that began his six years of imprisonment. He recalls the incarceration and torture as the worst period of his life. But he says after wanting to give up, he somehow found the strength and courage to survive, believing that one day he would be able to go home. Work on the exhibit began in 2022 and opened to the public this past February 12th. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1967. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill. KNSS News.
1: And now the forecast with KNSS staff and just Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan.
3: Good morning. We will have some patchy areas of fog and drizzle on the drive to work. And the low clouds and fog may be slow to move out today or high 52. The cold front pushes through this afternoon. A partly cloudy sky by tonight. Tarlow near 30. Sunny on Friday with a high 53. Saturday, chances of rain increase with a high in the upper 60s. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
1: Now cloudy sky, 41 degrees, north wind at 10 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is entertainment news time now with Ted Woodward and The Blur. Good morning, Ted.
2: Thank you, Steve. After a deadly stampede Sunday night, a concert venue in Rochester, New York, will not be allowed
6: to continue live events for the time being. The decision confirmed Wednesday by Rochester Police Chief David M. Smith after the owner of the Main Street Armory was a no-show for a meeting with authorities.
5: The bottom line is, you know, lives were lost. Uh, We need to take steps to make sure that no lives are lost in the future if this was indeed something that was preventable.
6: Two people were killed after a crowd surge during Sunday's Glorilla concert, several others injured. Officials now launching separate criminal and regulatory investigations into the stampede.
5: The Rochester Fire Department and code enforcement teams are inspecting the building and reviewing photographic and video evidence of the concert.
6: Rochester Deputy Corporation Counsel Patrick Beath. In New York, Matt Napolitano, Fox News.
2: The Israeli actor Kaim Topol has died. Probably best known for playing the lead role in Fiddler on the Roof on the big screen.
4: Tevye the milkman spoke for millions. If I were a rich man. Chaim Topol, the actor who played him, earned a wealth of honors: a Tony, a Golden Globe, and an Oscar nomination. Few stars are as synonymous with a single role. Topol started as a mechanic but pursued acting in parallel, making his film debut in 1961. As well as Fiddler on the Roof, he starred in more than 30 other movies, including Flash Gordon and the James Bond film For Your Eyes Only. Chaim Topol was 87. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
2: He was also in the miniseries The Winds of War and War in Remembrance. Topol has passed. A serial murderer admits to killings on a new true crime series.
4: The Torso Killer Confessions focuses on the New York Tri-State serial killer, Richard Conagham, who admits to a previously unsolved murder. The new true crime docuseries on A&E features detective Robert Anzalotti as he walks viewers through how he, through his decades-long relationship with the killer, obtains a new confession for the murder of Marianne Della Sala, whose death on January of 1967 was never solved he told me that on the night of her disappearance he stalked her leaving the store the death of de la sala is one of the oldest cold cases ever closed the two-night event airs at nine eastern michelle polino fox news jason
2: sudeikis talks about the future of his character ted lasso at the season premiere in los angeles of his comedy series this report from the associated press
6: the premise for ted lasso came from a commercial for nbc's soccer coverage featuring a former American football coach. I'm coaching soccer
1: <laughs> in London. <laughs> I mean, that's nuts.
6: Sudeikis says he didn't know where this was headed. You
8: never know if you're going to get to do three seasons. So if anything, it was probably maybe presumptuous, if not downright arrogant of us to think that if, if we got to do three.
6: Ted Lasso has been a hit, and star Cola Bikini says the reason is in part timing. It premiered during the pandemic. It
1: was a really, really tough time,
6: and it was kind of
1: like, um, you know, a warm blanket, you know, when your heating's
6: out. Jason Sudeikis is not sure there'll be a season four of Ted Lasso. Will he miss it?
8: No, it's in me. It's always, it's always been a part of me, whether before, well before we did the commercial or the show.
6: Ted Lasso season three premieres next week. I'm Ed Donahue. I just finished season
2: one of Ted Lasso. Loved it. Of course, his character as well. Head coach of the fictional Wichita State football team. Hey. Yep. A little connection there. Hey, here we are on the 9th of March.
5: It's March 9th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Barbie Day.
4: Barbie.
5: The iconic toy was introduced in 1959 at the international toy fair in new york created by ruth handler barbie was the first doll with adult features and over a billion barbies are believed to have been sold worldwide the image of barbie has changed over time as the toy now comes in a variety of colors shapes and sizes to promote cultural acceptance and body image positivity in 1998 the barbie doll was inducted into the toy hall of fame also on this date in 1841 the U.S. Supreme Court rules that kidnapped slaves from the Spanish ship Amistad are free. And in 2020, the country of Italy went on lockdown as the COVID-19 virus raged out of control. If it's your birthday today, you share it with one of the men responsible for the discovery of America, Italian explorer Amerigo Vespucci, born in 1454. I'm Tuchar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. Laney
2: Wilson leads the 2023 CMT Music Award nominees.
4: I got a heart. Laney Wilson leads this year's CMT Music Award nominations with a total of four, including Video of the Year and CMT Performance of the Year. The country music star is having her moment as she also stars in the hit series Yellowstone on Paramount+. Plus, The awards hosted by Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerini will be handed out next month.
1: So Brown,
4: God. Cody Johnson, and first-time nominee Jelly Roll received three nominations. 16 acts are vying for Video of the Year. The awards air live April 2nd at 8 Eastern from Austin, Texas, and will be available to stream live and on demand on Paramount+. Plus. Michelle Polino, Fox News
2: you hear that, Steve? Jelly Roll got some nominations. Jelly Roll, yeah. Uh-huh. How about yeah. that? Mm. Let's hit the Late Night Crew, the Late Late Show with James Corden, CBS.
0: According to reports, President Biden is close to kicking off his re-election campaign because he's now planning to travel to the West Coast to do some fundraising early next week. Biden is excited to see how much California has changed since his first visit during the gold rush of 1848. <laughs> no. Late night with
2: Seth Meyers, NBC. The White House said yesterday that it supports a new bipartisan
6: bill that would give President Biden the power to ban TikTok. Of course, Biden could end TikTok at any time simply by making an account. Uh, Okay. (laughs)
2: This jumped the shark. <laughs> the Late Late Show with Stephen Colbert, CBS.
6: This vote was a bit of a surprise, given that Oklahoma has embraced medical marijuana and nearly 10% of the population already has a medical marijuana card. Explains why they've changed the name of the state to Oklahoma.
2: <laughs> and The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC.
5: The officials think China is using TikTok to spy on us. And China was like, "Yeah, well, we had a backup idea, but you shot it down." So, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: and of course, last night we had uh, the debut on Fox of Farmer Wants a Wife.
6: <laughs> All
2: those very attractive gals from the city come out to see if they can find a farmer husband. Oh. Yeah, and I tell you what, apparently there was a really good connection between Farmer Landon and Kylie.
4: I have a hard time looking at your eyes because. <laughs> I had a hard time not staring at oh, you in I, there. I'm just like, I'm not gonna look away. I'm just gonna be awkward and be like, why are you still looking at me? So. Oh my goodness, like I've got crazy butterflies <laughs> right now. Yeah, Kylie's a dead Disney princess. I mean, get lost in those eyes for days. Oh, we're flexing here, aren't We are we? flexing. So just done pageants your whole life. Well, it paid my way through school. Really? Yes. Wow! biomedical science and neuroscience so stunning and intelligent so you go in public guys are just me following you around not the kind of guys I like no no he's a total southern gentleman and oh god there's so much chemistry I've got bubbles and butterflies and I can't get the stupid smile off my face
1: Wow, you got bubbles, huh? Maybe a connection there with ooh, yeah, Kylie
2: and Farmer Landon. S- sounds
1: like it,
4: yeah. And,
2: and then we got Farmer Ryan, and he started... He's, he's already crying on the first episode.
4: Farmer Ryan, you look wonderful. You look so handsome. How are you feeling?
5: I tell people that cowboying makes up half of who I am, and my horses mean everything to me, you know? So to open myself up and share that part of my life with someone... Um... <clears throat> It would mean a lot.
1: Oh
2: wow!
7: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: They're all falling. There's f- no
1: crying on the farm. Ryan, Farmer
2: Ryan yeah. there got all the ladies excited. <laughs> there. All right, there you go. That's entertainment news in the blur.
1: Here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. All right, it's uh, eight forty-five. Stephen Ted, keep it here for. Uh, hmm. Well, the Wichita Business Journal update is on the way. Boeing is tackling new quality control issues with the 767. That's coming up. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS.
9: Selling a little or a lot? to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
0: all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time
1: Steve at 10 in the morning, KNSS 849 now here on this Thursday. Three big things. Three. Sedgwick County Commission approves half-million-dollar incentive package for a new semiconductor plant.
5: Two.
1: Kansas House looking at a bill to adopt gun safety training in schools for grades K through 5. One. Kansas Senate considering a transgender sports bill. Governor Kelly vetoed similar legislation last year. Three big thing, Steve Stephen Ted on KNSS
6: Central and I two thirty-five. This just coming in now. Uh, we're getting the report of a—they're saying a traffic hazard again. That's a Central and I two thirty-five traffic hazard. Not getting any more information on it, but that uh, just now coming out. So uh, uh, watch out for. Uh, Some kind of traffic hazard there against Central and I-235. Traffic update 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
1: 50% chance for morning rain, then mostly cloudy today with a high of 52 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 28. Friday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 52 degrees again. Now cloudy sky, north wind at 10 miles per hour and 41 degrees. Steve and Ted on KNSS and... On Wall Street yesterday, the stocks uh, closed mixed. this morning. The Dow is up 186 points. The S&P up 24. And the NASDAQ is up 76 points. So that looks pretty good so far this morning. And uh, taking a look down at uh, local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Ted. The U.S. Air Force now leaning
2: toward buying 75 more KC-46 tankers. This amid changing plans for the path to an all-new refueling aircraft. Andrew Hunter is the service's assistant secretary for acquisition technology and logistics, telling reporters this week at an Air Force Association symposium in Colorado that the Air Force is now looking at buying a scaled down number of aircraft as its bridge tanker in advance of a newly designed tanker expected to uh, get here before the end of the 2030s. Previous plan had called for about 160 tankers to follow the 179
1: KC-46s that Boeing intends to build for the Air Force. A prominent New York City-based eyewear retailer is planning to open its first Wichita location this summer. Warby Parker, a brand that highlights giving back to the less fortunate as part of its mission, announced this week it is uh, coming to Bradley Fair at 2000 North Rock Road in Suite 122. Founded in 2010... Warby Parker has around 200 locations across the U.S. and Canada.
2: Boeing is tackling new quality control issues, this time the 767 jet. The problem stems from nonconformities with the paint on the aircraft's center wing fuel tank. The air current first reported this, while not believed to be a safety issue. The problem, according to the online aerospace publication, has massively impacted delivery schedules. The 767 is built as a freighter and uh, uses the platform for the KC-46 refueling tanker. But Boeing's website lists zero deliveries on the program in January. Deliveries for February not yet posted. Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita builds the forward fuselage section of the 767. That's local business news
1: from the Wichita Business Journal. I've somebody brought donuts in this morning. I've got one here with a chocolate and some green squiggles on it and whatnot. And a little tiny leprechaun hat. Look at that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, I know, assume it's edible. I'll, we'll find out in a minute. Uh, but, uh, that's My, pretty good Yeah, mine right was
2: a glazed donut with a lot of green frosting, and
1: there were yeah. little gold sprinkles on it. Well, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day is coming up next week, so yeah. there you go. Today is National Meatball Day. I love a good meatball. Yeah, early recipes Man, for I meat. do. Early recipes found in ancient Chinese, Arabic, and Roman texts. And every culture seems to have had their own version. Beef, pork, and veal are most popular, but they can be made with chicken, fish, or even vegan. National Meatball Day. I love a good meatball. I love Swedish meatballs. (laughs) I know you do. Mm. National Barbie Day, 1959, an 11-inch tall bombshell made a debut at the American International Toy Fair in New York. They've sold literally millions of these over Mm -hmm. the years. I mean... My wife had one, she said, when she was a kid. And my I know my daughter had at least a couple. And then my granddaughters have Barbie dolls. So there you go. Uh, Barbie so was an so, American icon. Yeah. Barbie was single for about two years. And then uh, she met Ken in 1961. Right. One of them must
2: have commitment issues because they're still not. They never. They're still seeing each other. Still but, just seeing
1: each other, huh? Hmm. Barbie. Barbie doll. All right, the. Uh, Storm Fury on the Plains, which is a, a seminar given. Uh, that's uh, uh, several of them, in uh, fact. I don't know, f- 20 of them at least this time of year. Looking at severe weather this time of year and in, in the spring and summer, it's put on for the National Weather Service. Our good friend Chance Hayes is the guy behind it. Uh, tonight, they're doing a, a session at Newton High School in the auditorium there at 6:30. If you would like to check out uh, Storm Fury on the Plains, you'll, you'll, I guarantee, you'll be entertaining and you'll learn a lot. Again, there's no charge. And that's 6.30 tonight at the auditorium in Newton. All right, uh, we've got the Glenn Beck program coming up here in just a few minutes on KNSS. A Biden administration gives international Women of Courage Award to a biological man. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. on
2: Glenn Beck.
1: That our news top of the hour this morning on KNSS. Kansas Senate considering transgender sports bill. All ties together. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, Dana Lash, news updates all day. Stephen hit in the morning on 987 and 1330, KNSS Wichita. Looking for a high today of 52 degrees